0: Hello and welcome everybody. My name is Ryan.
1: And I'm Heather.
0: And this is Confidence Through Cabaret, the podcast. And today we are super excited because we get to welcome an amazing nutrition specialist of nourishing nutrition and of course, clean eating to tame inflammation, her incredible group on Facebook, the wonderful Eleanor Dooley. Hey, Eleanor, how are you
2: doing? Hi, I'm great. Thank you guys so much for
1: having me. Oh, it's um, such a pleasure. We're so excited. We are so excited. So, I mean, because we talk a lot about, you know, body and accepting our body mm. and, 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 and we're just so excited to talk to you uh, because yeah. I think it can be a bit of a taboo subject. Yes. Yeah. Our-
2: it's, it, it, you know, there's unfortunately a lot of shame around um, body image, which I know you guys deal with a lot uh, and nutrition because people, you know think that they should know this already or they should be doing it already Mm -hmm. and you know the reality is it's very complicated and it's okay to say I don't know what I'm doing I need some help and so that's what I try to bring bring to the forefront for people
1: amazing amazing so so um what would you like viewers to know about you
2: Let's see. (laughs) Well, um, you know, I am a nutritionist um, and I help people, um, you know, tap into their intuition and figure out what their bodies are really asking for. Um, And, you know, this, it's not always weight loss, although that's what people very um, go to very quickly. They Mm -hmm. think, oh, nutrition, oh, it's weight loss. Oh, I'm going to be on a diet. And so I just want to let the world know it's about being healthy and it's about loving and feeling wonderful in your body and, um, whatever weight that is, whatever, um, you know, conditions or diseases or, um, things that happen to you, um, it's not shameful. It's, it's about opening up and finding the, the resources you can so that you can feel your best.
0: Wow. And this is one of the reasons that we were really excited to be speaking to you today, because so many of the, the sort of the nutritional uh, coaches and, and people who speak on nutrition are often very much talking about like fad diets and detoxing and losing weight and all of this stuff. And I love the fact that your your whole practice is not about shaming people into thinking about their bodies in, a, in another negative way. And certainly that's very aligned to Confidence the Cabaret. We're not about yes. How did you yes. get started in this work?
2: Well, um, I I used to be a personal, well, I still am, but I used to practice as a personal trainer and group fitness instructor. Um, I lived in a, in a small town and we had a, a gym that I, I kind of get to know everybody. And I just kept thinking because I was raised on the thought that if you work out harder and you work out longer and you just, you give it your all all the time that you're going to be at that place you want to be, whether it's, you know, super strong or super fit or super slim. And I just couldn't get there. I I had three kids at home. I was at the gym every day. I had the childcare I, and I just, and I could not figure it out. And I didn't feel good. I was exhausted. I was not sleeping well. And, and the missing piece was I wasn't nourishing my body. Right. And I, you know, I would like get the calories lower and I would get the carbs lower and I would get the sugar. I would do everything that the, that the magazines were telling me that, you know, the, the doctors on TV that were, you know, for diets and selling pills and shakes. And, and I just took a step back and I'm like, this can't be right. I shouldn't have to eat, you know, two shakes a day and broccoli for dinner. Like it just doesn't feel good. And if that's, that's the solution, I don't want it. Right. And so I slowly, um, I started taking courses and I started getting more interested in the actual biochemistry of the body and why we need carbs in our lives, how much fat is appropriate in our lives. And, and then I started living it. And, Then I started thinking like, I've got to tell everybody I know that they don't have to to live this diet culture in order to feel healthy and to gain the confidence in like, I know what to eat when I go to a restaurant, because that's very, um, you know, intimidating. So many people choose to not eat because they don't know what to eat. And if they make a mistake, they're going to feel like a failure. And so my mission is to erase that culture and to tell people, trust yourself, trust yourself, because not a lot of people do right now.
0: No. And do you think like, cause I'm, I, I think that's really interesting. And I was kind of wondering, you know, where do you think that, that, and this may be a very large question that I'm asking. I have a <laughs> habit of doing this going, this is a very simple question. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but where, like, I think there's often a, um, an expectation that we all understand immediately what our body needs, how it needs it, and all of this stuff. And as you say, it's made really exclusive. Where do you think that that pressure comes from?
2: Um, I would say, you know, we all have different upbringings. Um, we all are different socio-economical, um, you right. know, classifications. Some people grew up with lots of fresh vegetables and anything at their fingertips. And some people lived on canned tinned foods their whole life until they became an adult. So for somebody to make a sweeping uh, you know, generalization of you need 1200 calories and that's it. Well, we all know 1200 calories of cookies is not the same 1200 calories of vegetables and chicken. So for me, once I stopped listening to these, these rules that I, I just kept saying, well, why? Well, why? And when you start asking those questions, not only of yourself and your body, but of your doctors, of your practitioners, of you know, anybody you interact with and they either don't know the answer or they give you an answer that's not good enough for you. Right. Then that's when you need to seek the, the providers and the practitioners that give you the answers that feel good. They might not be what you wanna do, but they feel good because they're, they're true and they're honest and they're, they're working with your body not against it. That's the diet culture is working against your body and forcing it to do things that don't feel right. But if it's gonna get me the results, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. That's where we fall into this this problem, uh, the shame, the guilt, the, I don't know what to do, the lack of confidence, like that's where that lives. Mm-hmm. And I am tired of of that culture.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I spent years, I mean, literally years, um, trying to figure out what was wrong with my body um, because I kept gaining weight and and they kept and I would go to the doctor and they would say you know keep a food diary and then they'd say well you're lying to yourself and I, I knew I wasn't yeah I absolutely knew I wasn't I was tested for just about everything you can you can uh, name I had very bad rosacea so I had antibiotics and topical creams I had counseling because I said I was depressed because I had um, all kinds of mood things I was tested for everything including chlamydia um, which was bizarre because I was a I was in, a, yeah. I, I was in a, a long-term marriage so that was I, I that was an interesting conversation when I went home and went do you want to explain to me why I'm having this test um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I literally i i had so many symptoms and i knew food wasn't the thing mm-hmm. but when you just rely on here we, we talk about it you know like your family doctor yeah. um, you know i, I all of all the thank goodness i became so expensive in all these different tests and interventions i was you mm-hmm. know costing them a fortune with it and eventually the one of the partners of the surgery said you know what you you actually probably have a thyroid thing. It's the only thing we haven't tested, and I, but I knew that I was like, I knew I was. I, you know, I tried the boiled cabbage. I tried the one chocolate bar a day thing. I did. did I mean, that 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 was an interesting thing. Yeah, because I knew that I, like I had to eat something and I had to keep it under the calories. And I didn't. I couldn't do it, and it, nothing was working. I tried literally everything, and then it was simply, oh yeah, your thyroid's wrong. Sorry, and that that was a two to three year journey. Yeah.
2: And you're a lucky one because mm. some of the clients that come to me have been decades been told that the symptoms, you, you're just complaining. You're just, it's very um, the culture of mansplaining, not necessarily a man, but uh, the, mans- the the condescension and the, um, the, the shame and the like, you should just be a little, you should be quiet and you should just be happy with what you have. That. That culture is appalling. And especially in the United States where we don't have free healthcare, these people are passed around and um, given misdiagnosis, which I understand that happens. I'm not, I'm not blaming, um, you know, test results, but I I'm blaming and I'm holding accountable the judgment Mm. of somebody standing up for themselves and then getting beat back down because they're not believed because there's no place for that.
1: No, no. And I think it's interesting because you, you know, if you, if you really tune into your body, which we'll talk about now, that's when you start to go, actually, this is what I need. And this is, you know, and, the, and, and it, and it's not all of the interventions that I'm being given as as okay. a tick box exercise.
3: Yeah.
1: So how, so, so take us through how you work with people.
2: So, yeah. Um, I ask a lot of questions. Um, I don't, I don't know how it is in your uh, GP culture, but it, here you might get three, three, maybe five minutes mm-hmm. talking with a practitioner and then they hand you the, the prescription pad and you're on your way. So and so many people come to me on medications that either overlap, uh, meaning there's interactions that haven't because they have two or three different practitioners that don't talk to each other. Right. Again, that's not the fault of, every single practitioner, but it's the responsibility that I take to take in all of the information. It takes a long time and that's okay. That's that's my job. But in order for me to I call it peeling back the onion, I take a step back because people come and say, I want to lose weight. I said okay, but there's about 10 things that we're going to talk about before we even talk about that. Because your gut dysbiosis is a big deal. If you've been on antibiotics, even as a child, even you know in your teens and twenties, if you've been on any sort of antibiotic, um, your gut health is compromised. Mm. It doesn't mean it can't be fixed. It doesn't mean the end of the world. It just means you need to focus. Mm. You need to eat nourishing foods that balance the gut bacteria. So you know hormonal, thyroid. Um, any autoimmune issues, RA, all of these things, um, you know, there's no person looking at weight loss isn't asking you about your autoimmune condition, but they should be. Yeah. And so I take painstakingly long time, not really a long time. I do the research. I, I, I check the boxes of, have I asked about the sleep? Have I asked about your bowel movements? That is a big Deal, big deal. And people just sort of like think that it's oh, I don't really need to share. You need to share because the toxicity of your body and the state that you are in tells me the whole story. So that's how I work with people. I don't give them three minutes to tell me their top symptoms and then give them a band-aid because you're gonna be back in in the office next week with a different so. So that's kind of a long way of saying um i take the time to ask as many questions as i can to get the information that i need to peel back that onion
1: hmm. amazing how much does sleep come into it
2: huge huge oh my goodness it's funny you say that because that's one of the, the pillars that i have same bowel movements uh, sleep right. is huge because um that's when our liver gets to detox our body deep deep detox and if our sleep is interrupted If we've had something during the day, whether it's caffeine, whether it's alcohol, whether it's um, foods that don't agree with us, that takes up precious detoxing time away from the liver. That's just one piece of it. Um, You know, obviously repair and restore. So if you're suffering from an inflammatory disease or um, any condition, that's your body's downtime. And if it doesn't get it, it just exasperates the situation. Uh, so sleep is hugely important and one thing I read this week uh, which is it comes into um, it comes into play is blood sugar regulation so if anybody you know is pre-diabetic or they have blood sugar regulation issues if you don't sleep for I think it's three days I think it's 72 to 96 hours I'm not saying up constantly but if you're an insomniac or you have troubles really getting to sleep, by the fourth day, your blood sugar is, you have the blood sugar um, equivalent to somebody with diabetes right. in just four days. Wow. Wow! Again, this can be fixed, this can be supported, but over time, there's people going to get medications on how to sleep. But the question that we should ask is, why aren't you sleeping? Yeah. Mm. Because that's a natural response. So. You know, the next time you get a headache or the next time you have an ache, you know, ask yourself, why do I have the ache? Not what can I do to get rid of this ache? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting because I, my, I have a lot going on um, mentally and emotionally right now, but I, my, my body's very achy and I'm not doing exercise, which is really bizarre for me. Uh-huh. Um, so for, for over two weeks now, I haven't done anything. and uh, and, 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 and I don't want to because I'm achy and that's all kind of it's all it's a vicious circle isn't it because
2: and you're listening to your body
1: yeah and so but we so don't, don't
2: discredit that you yeah, know
1: and yeah and yet i sort of go yeah but i exercise i should be exercising because that's my downtime and you know and then and then and then this gets so involved the, the internal voice i mean mm-hmm. and yeah. it stops us from following our intuition yeah
2: it does and it forces us to push outside and it's taken me years and I work on it every day of my body is not ready to go back and lift weights. I'm, i I love lifting weights. I love working out, but the winter months, I cannot do it.
3: Right.
2: My body needs to hibernate and restore because if I do it, even though my mind is telling me, Oh, you're lazy. Oh, get out of bed. All of that negative talk. If I do it, I end up getting sick or injured a few weeks later I break out I have all of these these stress responses that to normal people just look like oh it's a, a little bit of acne oh it's a little bit you just need a nap yeah. no I didn't listen to my body and my body is basically telling me
3: I, I want you to listen yeah
0: yeah I, so, um, I'm okay. sorry yeah oh, um, <laughs> jumping over ourselves to get these questions. Um, I did just wanna to return to, to something you mentioned earlier about, um, about the fact that so many, very often, um, so many women and femme presenting people really struggle to get heard, particularly by male doctors. How much do you think um, of, how many of your clients probably would you say are put off by misogyny and how much of a role do you think misogyny pays into this?
2: I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a professional speaker or researcher on this topic, so mm-hmm. I don't want my words to get misconstrued as being sure. fact. I can just weigh in on my opinion, yeah. um, which is working with clients, and um, I've read several books. I've had clients come to me telling, telling me stories that their doctors don't listen to them, yeah. or they, they get thrown off. So I know it exists. Um, uh, I've I've worked with practitioners that have been like that and, and subsequently quit yeah. when I made my voice known and it wasn't appreciated. So I, I know it's there. And and my response is just open arms of, I will listen.
3: Yeah,
2: I won't judge. I will do my best to make you feel better. And those people, maybe they're doing their best too, sure. but- There's no place for misogyny and judgment uh, when it comes to health, wellness, and taking care of yourself. And I truly believe that. And I just hope and pray that those people that get brushed off or get mentally abused or emotionally, verbally abused, Mm -hmm. that they seek out the people that they know that are going to help them.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, in fairness, you can only you can only educate, let's say, I mean I don't want this to turn into a, a man hating thing at all. <laughs> but but I but I, I think, you know, in fairness, you can only intellectually understand the hormones involved in menstrual cycles, mm-hmm. involved in um um, um me- uh what is the word I'm looking for? um uh menopause menopause, thank you thank you i was gonna go with masturbation but i knew that (laughs) was wrong i i think that's on both sides (laughs) but you know i mean you can only intellectually understand it if you don't have that first hand experience of it
2: yes and no because i um you know i'm a woman i haven't experienced menopause but i feel that i could help nutritionally yeah speak to that um i also i've had three children um But I don't feel qualified to talk about, you know, giving birth um, in in a medical perspective. So Mm there is an overlap there because, uh, you know, mental health doctors, maybe they haven't suffered with schizophrenia, but they know how to help treat it. So there is a, an overlap there for sure. I never understood when I was a teen going to a gynecologist, I never understood why they were men. Mm -hmm. I, I just never... But my mom would take me to the office and I would go, you know, and I just would show up for the appointment. And so it never made sense to me,
1: mm.
2: but I never questioned it either.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I guess it's that desire of wanting to connect. Mm. Um, you know, so how, I so in terms of, so blood sugar, and then let's say the hormonal imbalance, if we're mm. particularly, so I know that there's hormones, men have hormones as well, but particularly yeah. with women, which is very- Female dramatic. hormones, Yeah. Yeah how related is blood sugar and hormones in your experience?
2: Oh, it's very, everything is so interrelated, everything. Because um, the food you eat influences your digestion and how the minerals and vitamins get absorbed into your blood. And depending on the levels of that, your thyroid can produce hormones that need. maybe you need more calcium to build you know, strong bones. Maybe you need less maybe um and so you know especially with women magnesium and and hormone um our pathways in our body have um they turn one thing into another thing into another thing but in order for them to do that you know along the way they need help from those minerals so if the vitamins and minerals are lacking or um or there's toxicity, of course, but that's not quite as common, Um, if they're deficient, or they're not the right amounts, then your body has to make do with what it has, Mm. your, your body is always going to prioritize your heart beating, um, your lungs working and your brain functioning, it's always going to prioritize that to keep you alive. Mm. And so sometimes that means your body has to cannibalize itself. If it finds nutrient electrolytes, if it can find water in your brain and your muscles and your colon, because you're dehydrated, it's gonna pull that water out leading to headaches, um, muscle spasms or um, Charlie horses or constipation. Like That's why it happens because your body is incredibly great at adapting. So that's where nutrition comes in because if we can t- peel back that onion take like three steps back and i'll go oh you have a zinc deficiency that's going to that's going to influence your hormones next week that's going to influence your menstrual cycle that's mm. going to influence and for men it's it's very similar it's going to you know how thick your hair grows or how you know anything that happens in our body
3: mm.
2: is under the influence of how we've nourished it mm.
1: Okay, so so let's say that um, I'm working with you and you help me figure out, and actually probably all of those things, I'm sitting there going, <laughs> to... yeah, so pretty much all of that for me. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting here with my bottle of water that is unopened. Um yeah. anyway, oh, open it. I'm, I know <laughs> I know and I've I actually was told by the doctor last week. Um I was told off. So but um because it is a, it is a genuinely serious serious thing and uh, but so let's say so I'm working with you and you help me figure out all of my deficiencies and how I'm going to get those and so on then how do you maintain that like I would have to be with you for life because of course our body's gonna change. Like as soon as I get all the zinc I need or all the hydration I need and the sleep I need, then something else is gonna appear. I mean, this is gonna go on for, like we're we're just gonna be joined at the hip for life. Well, as
2: much as I would love that.
1: (laughs) Oh, Eleanor, you are so lovely. Think about (laughs) this.
2: Think about this. What you just said is a lack of confidence in you, understanding your body, what it needs, and how to find resources, Mm -hmm. and so what I challenge people to do, although it's not the best marketing strategy for me to keep clients the rest of their lives, (laughs) 90 days, if you give me 90 days, I will teach you, I will show you how to pick yourself up when you fall, I will show you, and if I don't know, we will work it out together, so you you're at the very least in a place where you feel better about the confidence of, uh, I don't know what to eat at a restaurant. I'm going to a different restaurant tonight. I don't e- It's not about memorizing, mm. right? It's about understanding and trusting yourself. And that's the missing piece with the current medical and diet system because you trust your doctor, but you don't ask why generally. yeah. yeah. Yes. And so it's funny that we're, we're talking about confidence of cabaret, and it's, it's so prevalent in, in ourselves of, well, I couldn't possibly take this on for the rest of my life mm. yet. Yeah, I, I don't know all the answers either, but yeah. I'm a few steps ahead and I want to help you get to where I am because I'm going to be further down next time. Right. That so, kind that- of thing.
1: So that, so, so you, so you kind of not only look at where are you at and and how to repair yourself now, but, but how to read yourself going forward.
2: And of course I have returning clients after a year, they'll say, I need you back because I've fallen far and I know that you're going to help me, you know? So, you know, I do establish those sort of, yeah, we all lose it a little bit. You know, I, I have my own coaches and nutritionists. So like, we all need that help right um but it's it's more about getting you set on the path like you might be a little left you might be a little right but you're on the path with the basic guidelines because for some reason we get so turned around and we don't even know up from down but we do we just need someone to help us understand it and trust that that's what we're actually doing
1: yeah and this is something for life this isn't a a diet course. Where yeah. And that's what I,
2: I tell people, you know, I have a 90 day program because generally that last month, people mm-hmm. are just checking in saying, I've got nothing to report. I'm good. And I love that because that means it, it was so powerful. Then I have people like, I need an extra month because I'm not quite, or, you know, I had something traumatic happen and it, it threw me
3: mm-hmm. Right.
2: again, my arms are open. And I'm like, okay, let's go back to square one. Maybe you moved and you're in a different environment or you got a job that keeps you up all night. Like we roll with the punches, yeah. but we got to throw away the excuses of, I can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of this, because eventually you are gonna have to do it. And it's not gonna be, it's gonna be in a way where you're dealing with a disease or you're dealing with something that is super serious. Yeah um not that it's not serious now but life threatening yeah you know later on in life
1: yeah so what tends to happen when you when when we reduce the inflammation in our body and 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 get ourselves on the right path
2: that's the best <laughs> that's that's the the mecca because when you feel that when you get solid 8 hours of sleep and you wake up productive and happy and um energetic and you're eating foods that are stimulating these feelings naturally all day long, you just feel in alignment, you feel in tune with nature, you have better relationships with your loved ones, with your kids, your spouse, your you know, your partners, whatever. You're just in a better, more connected place because nothing is is holding you down. It's not pushing on you, it's not making you want to unbutton your pants and just crawl into a hole. Mm-hmm all of that energy that think about all that energy you use to self-doubt to say I'm not good enough to go I'm gonna go to work today but I blah blah like all of that negativity takes up so much of your world Mm -hmm. and if you shift it not only physically but mentally spiritually emotionally like you just start getting in a better place and I mean that's like the the nirvana
0: yeah I'm afraid though that if i if i do all of those things nobody will recognize me no, I, well, that they'll, they'll come
1: with you maybe they'll come with you <laughs> i mean yeah i wouldn't even like to <laughs> 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 um, well yeah. y- there's
2: a lot of people from my past that are like you're a nutritionist you used to be <laughs> the party girl you used to be this you used to be that and
3: Right. Again,
2: there's no judgment, like sure. anything we can do for ourselves to make us in a healthy, productive, safe way, feel better. It doesn't have to be zero to 180 degrees, yeah, right? Either. It can be a shift. It yeah. can be, I'm going to drink more water for two weeks. That's it. I'm not going to work out. I'm still going to eat junk food. But if I drink more water, something will feel better. Yeah. And then you want more of it. You'll, you'll yeah. start going to the bathroom regularly, which maybe has been a big issue your whole life. You know, it yeah. all works together. And I no longer worry about clients' outcomes because it's not my job. Yeah. My job is to guide them. and This is what I tell them when they come to me. You are doing the work. Yeah. So sure. if you're not prepared to do the work, mm. I'm not your person because you're not going to see results. So I'm, I'm hoping as I adapt my business structure and, you know, keep working with clients that that becomes like that will weed out some of the, you know, quick fixers and the fad diets. And I am not that, I don't have time for
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it is a holistic piece. It is about, you know, you know, feeling better and feeling more mental clarity and, and, and so on. And and I think then, you know, if, if that makes you lose weight, fine. If it doesn't make yeah. you lose weight, fine. And, but, but reducing inflammation is really different to losing weight. Necessarily. Yeah.
2: Well, if we're talking weight, which I don't, I don't use as a measure reducing inflammation can, you can lose 10 pounds of inflammation in a week yeah. just by drinking more water, cutting out junk food and stop drinking alcohol. Like, yeah. We all know this in the back of our head, but we're like, well, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. But at some point we need to say, well, how inflamed am I willing to live Mm. forever? I'm not saying you have to do that forever. I'm saying release the inflammation, get to a healthy core, Mm. like a baseline, and then start trying things in your everyday life that that might feel different, might feel, "Mm, I usually drink coffee, but I'm drinking lemon water today. That's a little strange. But I feel so much better.
0: <laughs> right, and uh, yeah. is there um, just because I really I think that's really interesting. I was I was wondering, are there certain things because someone sometimes we're really not aware of 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 how our how these inflammations are showing up in our body. Are there ever um, are there like certain sort of checklists that you find that you can kind of go, well, if this is, does this feel this way? Or does this, you know, mm-hmm. is there something that can give people a, a kind of a gauge of what might be, uh, where inflammation might be paying a part and into their into their daily sort of struggle with, with these things?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I actually, in my Facebook group, which you mentioned at the beginning, it's called um, Clean Eating to Tame Inflammation. It's a group um, and I'll put posts on there and I'll say, these are the top 10 things. How many do you have? And I used to be a 10 out of 10. And mm-hmm. now I'm, you know, one or two. But, um, you know, it, it's things like your joints are achy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have a lot of headaches. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel bad after you eat, you feel bloated, your stomach acid, you like you feel acidic in your throat. Mm-hmm. Um, your bowel movements are way off, your mood swings are way off. I mean, it, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's things that we kind of dismiss, right? At, but when you write them all down or you see them in a list and you're like I'm every single one of those things
3: right
2: <laughs> you know then the light bulb goes off going oh, oh. <laughs> yeah I can't just you know take some I don't know what you guys take uh, aspirin or uh yeah. painkillers um you know I can't just make this go away yeah um so yeah I do I do uh, in my group. Um, it's a free group. So I offer a lot of information, but if you want to learn about you, then that's where I invite people to work with me. Because if I work with you one-on-one, I have the opportunity to, to dig deep right Right on the surface level is, you know, let's drink more water together. Let's, you know, clean up our diets. Let's get better sleep, like the basics.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: But, you know, if you really are struggling, then, then this is the way that, I think is best for you.
1: Yeah. So, is there ever a point when you recommend that somebody be on a calorie limited diet?
2: So, the way that I do um, calories, which again, I have to assess the person before I even mention that word. Yeah. Because I've had clients, and I mistakenly have said these are the calories appropriate for your body, mm-hmm. and it sent them into a tailspin mm-hmm. because. They either, you know, they weren't told that before. They, it, it's a very sensitive issue. But if we're looking at biochemistry, if we're looking at food intake and energy expenditures, um, then yes, your body technically needs to absorb more, uh, less calories than it's expended. If you want to lose weight, mm-hmm. that's the formula. Yeah. It's not a surprise where it goes haywire is calories are not equal. Right. So for somebody to say, you need 1200 calories, it's a fallacy because there needs to be a lot more information. There needs to be like, you know, 800 of them need to be carbohydrates, 400 of them need to be fats, you know, what, whatever. That doesn't add up, but
3: yeah.
2: it, you have to go the extra step. And so what I do, rather than saying, your calorie limit is this, I provide meal plans, which are recipes and, um, you know, there's there's photos and it's like for breakfast, have something like one, two or three. Mm-hmm. For lunch, have one, two or three. And this way it, it eliminates people going, well, you know, th- I'm gonna weigh this piece of chicken because it's probably three ounces or it's, you know, like all, I've done all that. Yeah. It doesn't help. It doesn't help because we get so wrapped around Um, you know, craziness in our head that it's not helping. So calorie restriction has its place, especially for people that are obese or they're struggling with, you know, 50 or more pounds that they want to lose. It's necessary because we have to understand how much our body needs. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you that 95% of my clients are not eating enough, which comes as the biggest shock of a lifetime.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah 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 and actually you know you could be overweight and feeling good in your body but that doesn't mean that you don't want to feel better yeah it doesn't have to mean about i need to be a size smaller or you know i need to be this much on the scales it could just Mm -hmm. be i want to feel better i want to be able to concentrate longer i want to sleep better you know there there are so many there are so many other benefits Mm -hmm. and i think we all get really you know kind of head up in this you know what our ideal weight is yeah instead i've
2: thrown away the scale um, and I truly, honestly, you know, encourage that, although there's some people that just, they're a, they're a slave to it, they have to do it, they have to see, and then they beat themselves up when it doesn't say what they want it to say. Yeah. And I just don't think that's a healthy mindset.
1: No, it isn't. And I think, you know, I think this is great timing, because um you know certainly in the uk we're still in lockdown yeah um and a lot of people are talking about not only lockdown fatigue but also about you know the weight gain and then going back into the real world and what's it going to mean and can i fit into my clothes and i'm used to you know living yeah. pajamas and you know and so uh, or leggings and so you know i, I think a lot of people are, are really thinking about these things and it, it and that's not what we're talking about you know we're, yeah. we're not talking about your size or your weight we're talking about how you feel in your body and how and and you deserve to feel good in your body, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And feeling good begets confidence, right? right? Like you, I used to look at people and go, oh my gosh, they must be so happy because they look like that. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And, and I stopped myself from doing it now going, oh, she's got it all together. She's this, or she's that. And I want that. And I always, I, I stop myself now and go, I don't know anything about them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All I know is that if I'm projecting that judgment of myself on them, then I need to work on that. I need to work on being okay with how I look in a swimsuit, even though I don't look like supermodels. I'm a mom of three and you know, I have to be okay with that. And I'm really wrestling with that um, dichotomy of like, healthy and how healthy looks to me right so you know you have to give yourself grace and and the comparison i there's no place for that there's no place for that in any of the things we do on in your body in your world and in your stage there's no comparison you bring your the gifts that you've been given to share with the world no matter what they look like
0: Mm. oh that was beautiful that was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
2: I truly, I truly, you know, that's why I connected with you guys from the get go. Cause yeah, you yeah, know we're all, we're all connected in that way. And, um, you know, it's, it's truly wonderful when, when people get together and they, the synergy of it, it just, I really feel
1: aligned here. So
3: thank you. Oh, I love <laughs> that. You. Yeah.
1: You're on that note, um speaking of alignment
3: mm-hmm.
1: so we're we are very aligned if you were let's say going to be on stage uh in a cabaret show what uh, prop would you want to have with you
2: oh um cabaret show i don't i don't know what are some examples
1: well you could have a piece of furniture like a chair Mm-hmm. You could have, um, I like stockings or gloves, um, okay. you could have uh, a hat, you could have um, a okay. bow, yeah. you could have a cane. Could have a what? You a could cane. have a cane.
2: Oh, a cane. Oh, um, can I'm have, thinking, I don't, know.
1: I, that's a good I don't know,
2: I'm thinking like a boa or something. Yes. I can like shake my shoulders with. Maybe know. a hat. I don't know. I've never, I I've never been on a stage in that in that way before so probably a boa I oh I love a hat
1: I love a hat because yeah hat, you can, yeah. <clears throat> yeah 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 do you have a style of hat you like
2: <laughs> um well I'm always wearing ball caps but I don't think that would be appropriate ah. I, oh yes I'm it thinking,
1: would oh yeah. Would? yeah okay like the trucker hat I, yeah. I yes. this. okay yes. <laughs> yeah that's cool because you can wear that with so many different ways of attitude right
0: yep. yes. yeah yes there are no rules in cabaret
1: no oh okay then okay. i'm in okay and and uh what is your stage name
2: oh um oh i should have you should have given me this question before so i can oh, thought of it this is
0: why we do it <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs> it's an intuition question right yeah Like who do I want to be as in like, what do I want people? But it's more like what's, what's, what's talking to you. Mm -hmm. So I do
2: have my alter ego, which um, I don't know. She has, she might have a place on the stage. Um, Her name is Connie um, for confidence. And when I feel like I'm a bit wobbly or um, a good example is uh, we went skiing last week and um, if I'm going down and I just, I don't, I, I, don't feel right. I'm scared. I think I'm gonna fall. Mm-hmm. I always just say, Connie, come and join me, and, and you know, it, it, brings me back to like, oh, I'm not being me. I'm being her. Oh, Love yeah.
0: that.
1: Love that.
0: In fact, that. have have ever heard of the, um, the amazing. There's an amazing drag performer who went, who's become very successful in America called Love Connie, and she does yeah. a, um, oh, she's great. She does a, um, uh, oh, she's yeah. a, uh, what's it called, like a a health and fitness guru. And she's oh, absolutely okay. amazing. Love, Connie is brilliant.
2: Okay, I have to look her up. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. I, I'm not super familiar with um, a lot of drag yeah. shows or cabarets, so I'm... <laughs>
0: okay,
1: but, it, but well, it's I'll just... follow, is she on social media? Because I can yes, follow her. Up. Yes, Okay. But it's just about your, your intuition, which is why I didn't want to ask you that question beforehand. Yeah. And then you'll start constructing something. Yeah. It's- Like, what is that that intuition in you? What is that voice in you? What is that? What is that person that you know? That's where we started with with Mm -hmm. the confidence, your cabaret, in our Facebook community was an all caps challenge, and we talked about defining your character, avatar, persona. What is that? And what's 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 your inner you talking about? And how Mm -hmm. do they want to come out and express? So I love Connie. Well,
2: and I think this year in particular, my my word for the year is growth, and I don't mean just like in my business but like in my own personal um development of being confident and and even when you know the things on paper don't look the way that i want them to i'm still confident in in what i'm doing and tapping into
0: um, <laughs> nearly sneezing Sorry. i was like oh god suddenly sneezing <laughs> excuse me but, um,
2: yes. but tapping into um that person I want to be and I want to be Connie I want to be walking around like owning the room not in an ego way yeah. but in a way that like if someone asks me a question I want to give them the answer I want to help them I don't okay. want to judge them I, I want to check my ego at the door but I want to be somebody that can provide support and help in any situation mm-hmm.
1: oh, that's, that's fabulous me. I would love Connie yes <laughs> yes Connie's fun
3: yeah,
2: yeah she is what's fun
1: your favorite, what's your favorite? <laughs> like you might have big lessons or you know the key message but what's your favorite lesson that you ever learned mm. favorite lesson
2: was um stop judging myself
1: yeah. beautiful
2: which i recently i mean i'm talking a few weeks ago um did some journaling and meditation and i've realized i've been projecting my judgments on other people so that i can blame them for the way i feel about myself right and thank you yeah yeah it's it's pretty uh (laughs) it's pretty deep but um i i can't believe i've been carrying that around for 43 years and not even knowing it not even Mm. holding myself accountable yeah
1: yeah that's so beautiful
2: more connected it's like inflammation. it's like when you let go of your emotional inflammation, mm. you you can see so many things and appreciate the, the the gratitude and the you know the gifts that the universe and all of them are able you're able to receive them they might have been there but you weren't open to receiving them
0: yeah oh, i really love that okay
1: <laughs> Emotional inflammation. There we go. I just yeah. I just coined that right now. You did. You fully really did. That.
0: Love that. Oh I my god. I love goodness.
1: that as well. And we will be jumping into your Facebook community talking about emotional inflammation. Yeah. There you go. I love it. Right. So that's fun. But it is so linked. And it is so, you know, that self-love piece is so key. And you you have to feel deserving to go to that place of saying actually going to try the water for a couple of weeks oh sorry i am i am actually fully gonna well i've also been told to but i have been i've already ignored it for a week i was told a week ago i'm still not doing it today today's the day Um, i know i know and i have a lot of cases from costco so i will but i I think you know i think that's i think you know they're just so connected Mm. and it's just so important what you're sharing and it's we're all working on this journey
3: yeah
2: and for the longest time you know going to school getting the degrees taking the classes i thought that was all i needed and then i did all of it and i'm still looking around going there's doesn't it feels like there's more and that's when i was like you know what i need to do a lot of the internal work too so that i can i can be relatable to people so that they they know i'm not judging them and they know that i'm genuinely have their best interest in mind
0: yeah um
2: and, and right. I'm able to connect on a deeper level.
0: Right. And it's fantastic. Let's it, if, you, um, if you think that you've learned all the lessons you need to learn in life, yeah. then it probably just means that you've closed yourself off to the lessons you need to learn.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: you're very narrow-minded. Yeah, yeah. You never learn everything. No. That's why I'm always like secretly like, can I get another degree? Can I go back to school? Right. Like how much would it be to get my PhD? Like right. my husband's like, stop, stop. <laughs>
1: That. And, also, and also questioning those things like you know do, do is it the, the information that you need or the external validation of having that yes you know and, and each for each of us there would be a different different motivator behind having a phd or, or whatever it, it was is.
2: it was self-validation for me right ever i mean i got i've got all the degrees on that i'm like i don't even know why i got that
0: yeah oh, i was
2: told it's a good path i right. joined the military um at age 21 I was told that it was a good thing to do
3: right right um, right.
2: and it just I did it and I you know it's part of who I am but that wasn't the path for me and I, I knew it
0: yeah and that's the thing isn't it I mean this is this is the thing that we've you know myself and Heather have talked about a lot not just on this podcast but um in general is that life is is just a substantial series of journeys and learning lessons and there's the whole point of this is not to learn one singular lesson. It's not to complete the journey. The point is to keep going as you and, and keep finding those new revelations because there's always something new. There's another part of that, yeah. another layer of that onion peel, as you say.
2: And I don't think you you realize that until you're at like the age that we're at. Like sure, you know, you get sure. through the, the the young and the adult, you know, and then the teenage and then the twenties, and like you get through that, and when you start really like okay you know what is the, yeah what am I doing here how, how am I impacting people because yeah. before I didn't I didn't care I didn't sure. care if I made an impact I'd help people if I could but yeah. now it's 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 more of a passion of it, you know it feels good to give
3: yeah
2: and I just never I wasn't raised that way I was raised in a scarcity mindset a very um you know, we have to, you know, scrimp and save, and can't share, and just n- not that it was bad, but it was just not as enlightened as I as I feel and as free as I
1: feel now. Yeah. And your children are lucky because of that.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I have you just them, one of the,
1: right?
0: Yeah, and I have just one other question for you, if you would indulge me, so.
3: Oh, is it gonna be
2: hard?
0: <laughs> no, I okay. promise. I promise. Actually, okay. it'll be incredibly hard. Where okay. can we find you?
2: Oh, that one's easy. <laughs> 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 you can find me on Facebook. Um, I hang out a lot um in the clean eating detainment inflammation group. That's my free group or everybody's welcome. Um to come in and learn and ask questions and be part of the community. Um, I'm also on Instagram if you want to follow me. It's um, Nourishing Nutrition LLC. Um, this picture of a little pineapple, so you'll see it if you type it in. Uh, but I'd love, you know, you guys to follow me and for us to, um, you know, connect and, and with anybody okay. that's listening to this as well. Um, you know, if you've connected with the message,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, it's a great opportunity to to just further um you know the things that you want to do
0: oh we'll be following trust me yeah. trust and believe.
1: <laughs> we will be, we'll be doing this we we find people that we want to collaborate with that yeah. that you know and that where it 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 works that the message is is you know so aligned and then we would always say to to our community and and anybody listening like go find the people that resonate yeah. that that do the work that you need to do or can help you. Don't struggle with it, you know? Yeah. yeah.
2: And, you know, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with saying that this isn't for me or this, I don't connect with this and, sure. and moving to something that does. Yeah. I mean, you know, there comes in a, a time in business where, you know, clients will come and I'm like, you know what, I just don't think it's a good fit. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's okay. I want you to find the fit that is going to, you know, work for you um So it's really important to be okay with like this doesn't feel right and mm-hmm. moving to the next thing rather than staying in a place whether it's a relationship whether it's a friendship sure. if it feels bad if it's toxic if it makes you feel bad about yourself it is not the place you need to
0: be.
1: No, right. exactly, oh. exactly. Oh.
0: oh, it's been awesome to speak to you today. <laughs> thank
1: you for joining us, thank you it, so it, much. It's
2: lovely, thank you guys. I mean, I, this is just as empowering for me and um it's as, as lovely for me as it was for you too
0: oh thank you so much for joining us today really honestly it's been such a pleasure um, it's been such a pleasure hanging out and just getting to know you and talking through this whole pr- it's been amazing thank you so much oh. you're welcome so thank
3: you for having me
0: oh thank you and so to everybody who's listening please make sure to go out and check nourishing nutrition llc on instagram go hit up those groups go check everything out this has been such an amazing chat with us today thank you so much eleanor for joining us and you're to welcome thank listening, you listening my yes.
1: name is ryan my name is heather
2: my name is eleanor
0: and this is confidence Through cabaret reminding you that it is your body. Your body. Your world. Your world. Yours. And your space. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.